0: light beer dark money agree on something politics culture and the intersection of faith freedom and free enterprise and now live from the star worldwide network studios here are your hosts light beer chris clements and dark money sean noble Welcome back to another episode of Light, Beer, Dark, Money. I'm Sean Noble. And I'm Chris Clements. Today is, uh, so here we are, the end of January. Already. And amazing. Can you believe it? It's amazing. It went so quick. It was a quick month. So if you've set resolutions, just as a good check-in time, right? See where you are on that stuff. Or if you're still building resolutions. Yes. Or maybe you don't believe in resolutions. Maybe you don't. But you can just kind of... Just make Maybe this you just air. look at the New Year, just, eh, it's yeah, it's another year. And this, you can just check in as a... I'm getting old. Know, it stinks. <laughs> one month in, 20, 28, 9, 30 days, or so whatever. Um, it could also be considered the TMI episode. The TMI episode. We're going to talk <laughs> a little bit about some of the things that I've been doing and thinking. Uh, too so, much information. <laughs> so I had my my baseline... Well, baseline. My My kind of overarching theme for 2023 is back to basics and set the baseline. Okay. So, and I, and I looked at that from the standpoint of, do you have of that on a poster somewhere? No, I don't. Yeah. I just think about it. Do you it have it
1: day. on a, like a, a post-it on yeah. your, on your mirror? <laughs> I don't, but
0: I should. Some people that's do good, that. I know. And that's a good idea because some that, people do that, that it, or
1: when they open their computers, it's right there. Yeah. And maybe so I should do that because
0: them. I've been pretty good about thinking about that, uh, A lot of it because it's been like front and center, Uh, but it's going to wane as time goes on, so I should do that. Yeah. That's a good idea. So for me, the back to basics and setting the baseline was, okay, I got to figure, my my dad passed away from Alzheimer's last year in October. And I have been for a while worried about that because he has had it, and both of my mom's older sisters died with dementia or Alzheimer's. And so I've got a, you know, super high probability that that's going to affect me sure. at some point. And so I'm looking for ways to stave it off, prevent it, do whatever, you know, reading all the research, not all the research, but a lot of research, doing a lot of stuff. Um, and then there, there have been other things like I have been encouraged by my doctor for the last three or four years to get a colonoscopy I have Mm. been very fearful of that for some reason and really put that off. It's not pleasant. Well and the thought is not pleasant. The thought is the act itself
1: is really. Well, as I as it turns out, odd.
0: I I buckled down, said this back to basics, getting the baseline. So I got my colonoscopy yesterday. Yeah. And you're here. And I'm here. (laughs) And it was Which is great. Nothing. The worst part other than when you do the prep. Drinking all the stuff and yeah. not eating oh. any solids for forty yeah. hours—it's—it's—it's it's, it's literally colon blow. Woo, yep. Yeah, um, was the uh, the IV? That's the thing that was the most difficult part. Which See, was, I had one, and I'm just—I'm fearful of needles, so that was going to be difficult no matter what. But wait, you're just, fearful of needles? I am.
1: Is there like a phobia for that? Do I don't know what there is? is. There probably is. Robin, can
0: you look that up? I am not. <laughs> I am. I am not afraid to admit that. Two years ago or so, maybe longer, three years ago, I was getting blood drawn for a at a lab for a lab that they wanted to do, and I passed out. Oh my. So I have every time I've gotten blood drawn since then, needle phobia. I have been like reclined with an ice pack over <laughs> my head.
1: Okay music. Wanna hear what the definition of that is? Yeah, yeah what it is it? Google says it's called trip. Trypanophobia. 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 trypanophobia trypanophobia is the extreme fear of needles yeah there you go see my my wife god bless her she can't deal with blood or any anything like that she'll say. she'll she'll fall over
0: now so, i will say that
1: so like all the kids appointments all that stuff i've got to go and and deal
0: with it i for whatever reason she'll i'm feed. less now i don't like to watch my kids get shots i don't like to watch my kids yeah she does she can't do it but, either but if my so now kids you kind of know what it is if my kids get hurt i i tend to be okay um even though sometimes it's kind of nasty i've had we've had a couple cuts and that kind of thing thankfully i wasn't there when seth broke his arm both times playing football uh that would i don't know i would probably be squeamish about that because his arm was kind of tweaked. But anyway, when
1: when my son Preston was two, he was flying around the uh, living room and uh, with a Superman cape and they did a face plant right into the, the wood side of the couch. Mm. And I heard it, I grabbed him and then I was over in the sink trying to just, just, you know, stop the bleeding. And my wife comes over with a bandaid. I'm like, no, we're going to need a little bit more than a (laughs) bandaid. And she kind of looks at it and I, and you know, don't, not to gross out our listeners, but, you could kind of see a piece of his skull there. And I was, and she goes, oh no, I got to lay down. (laughs) Yeah. Well, head wounds bleed. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, and then they stop. It's really weird. And then, and then it's just like, yeah. So so then had one, we had to stitch him up and Uh, he, he, he has eight stitches there to this day. Wow. There you go. Nice little scar. It shows it off to people. I'll bet. But you know, going back to the colonoscopy, like I, I used to have horrible, horrible stomach problems. And as, as you know, I was in the beer industry and, never really thought it could have something to do with all that sugar and malt that I was putting in my stomach and I had a colonoscopy some years ago and for whatever reason whatever they gave me in terms of the anesthetic they I believe they gave me propofol and when I came out of it I, it was like Tourette syndrome I was, was f bombing everyone. It was not fun for about 24 hours.
0: So I'm impressed that you're here. Well, I, I, for me, it was the the anesthesiologist put the you know the mask thing, the oxygen thing over my head, face, and he's like, "All right, you're gonna feel this might feel a little bit painful in your IV." Well, yeah, didn't feel a thing, and next thing I knew, the nurse was Sean. Sean, wake up. That was fun. It was awesome. Well, I mean, and so I'm glad it's done. I've, for, so now I'm good. I've got a clean bill of health on that. They saw nothing to be concerned about. And so I don't have to do it again for 10 years. So, my message to men and women of, I don't know, 45 plus, just go do it. Uh, I would be, let me be the person who, you know, treads the way for you if you have any fear at all. No reason to. Um, very simple. But I mean, I think there's there's also
1: a, a good thing to say about just starting a new and and to what you're doing, getting a baseline on on your health on and, and then creating a plan as to how you want to address whatever you need to address. Right. And you said it before, like your your dad had um, had Alzheimer's, and you got to and we talked about it on the show before, and you were really forthcoming about you know just the slow decline and, and watching that and being cognizant that yeah, it could happen to me, it might not, but it could um and we all have these you know little i, I think everyone's got a little ticking time bomb in front, inside inside right. they just they might keep it on the back burner they might not want to deal with it they might just marginalize it within their heart and their mind and their soul but it's there and it could be something that that they saw their parents go through it could be something they saw another relative or a friend go through and they're hoping that they don't have to go through the same thing
0: right well my I, I think my message is and so so that's the most recent thing that was the colonoscopy just because my doctor has been on it and I've been late in doing it because you're supposed to do it once. Yeah. My
1: do doctor whatever. wants me to do it again. And I'm just, I haven't gone.
0: Just do it. it. <laughs> um, but so I did the, so in, uh, December because I had high cholesterol, my cholesterol has been just a, a, a wave pool. Yeah. You and me both. Um, because of, the way that I'm eating, different times. And so, you know, finally, I said to my doctor, look, I don't want to get on a statin. I want to talk to a cardiologist. Mm. So set up an appointment. They said, yeah, you look healthy. We don't see any problem, but why don't we do the EKG and the nuclear stress test? And so I had my follow-up earlier this month, and Great. No problems whatsoever. They're not going to put me on a statin. They'll see me in six months just to check in. But uh, even though my cholesterol is elevated, they're like healthy as a horse. I had the best time of the year last year. I guess on their treadmill. I don't know exactly what that means, but he kept saying it. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um,
1: and then well, sometimes cholesterol is just well, not even sometimes, but it's 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 genetic. And there's very, for those who have a ge- genetic predisposition to higher cholesterol, it's not, not that you're eating like tons of, tons of things that's, that's going to influence that. A lot of the times it's just something that you're born with and you yeah, have to just manage I, closely.
0: That may be that I am, but I also know that I can tell based on what I had I've high been cholesterol eating. when
1: I was 16. And it, the doctor's like, yeah, this is just something that you have. And, yeah, yeah. And, and you just have to manage it. Now, I don't take a statin either, I take um, a lot of turmeric and I take a lot of CoQ10, and that seems to manage it very, very
0: well. Good. Well, and I just started recently um, psyllium husk and then red rice something yeah, or other. it's
1: along the same lines.
0: Yeah. Uh, but the, but I, I do know that my body is sensitive to changes on the uh, cholesterol side because when I was taking a bunch of the desiccated— organ supplements. Oh, yeah. You talked about those ones. Cholesterol way high. And I was eating a lot of meat. Yeah. Um, So I've been, you know, I've been experimenting this last year. Yeah, the red meat
1: will definitely do it.
0: Yeah. And And and, the cheese. And I saw, you know, where things were. So um, that then leads me to, so I did the cardio, so heart's great. So then let's get to the brain. I came across a study, uh, a test that University of Miami uh, has developed a cognitive test that's supposed to help them gauge like where you are in the process of cognitive decline. If you've got markers for that or whatever and family history, obviously. So I set up an appointment, uh, went and did it And my intention was to, you know, see where I am and try to get into one of their research studies. And I did the test. I passed great uh, flying colors. Apparently, and as such, I was not qualified for the research mm-hmm. because even though I have the family history, I have to show some sort of cognitive decline before uh, they can put me in. it. So that's now a baseline that's been on my list. You know, getting me, myself tested on my cognitive has been on my list for about three years. Finally did it. Um, so here we are at the end of January and the three big things, my, my heart, my brain, well, those are the two big things. Yeah. And my colon. <laughs> <laughs> That's just routine stuff that I needed to get done. So, well,
1: but it's interesting that you bring up the brain part. Cause I've shared with our listeners before I share with you like several years ago when I was up here and, and I was still living in Tucson and, and I was up here working out. And then i I noticed that my, the right side of my, my arm was all numb. And then as my day progressed, Um, a facial droop appeared and then my entire right side began to go numb and then i found myself at the mayo clinic (laughs) later that day going through full stroke protocol and literally scaring myself to death but the great thing about that is that i found out that i had suffered from silent stroke which actually is afflicts more men than people know yeah Uh, from different head injuries that they've had concussions that you've had so if you've had any sort of traumatic brain injury at all you're much more susceptible to that and i have two spots on the left side of my brain so in terms of the ticking time bombs that we worry about um i do more cardio now than i've ever done before my resting heart rate's about 48 simply because and it never was before simply because of that sort of you know recognition. And when right. the doctor came in the next morning, he said, you know, I have good news and bad news for you. <laughs> the good news is you weren't having a stroke yesterday. The bad news is you've had two. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, what do I do? And he says, there's nothing, there's nothing you can do except get really, really healthy yeah. and, and really pay attention to it. You're going to get fatigued sometimes. You're going to feel tired. You're gonna, you you know, your, your brain's going to cloud up. And I find that I'm I'm so thankful that we're able to do this this podcast in the morning because from about four o'clock in the morning to about two o'clock I'm as sharp as a tack.
0: Right.
1: From about two to four, I've so got to like a a I've got to regroup. I've got to yeah. regroup and kind of rest, and then I'm fine. It's really really different.
0: Well, and I I think that. Um, but but
1: but what I learned was silent stroke is a real thing, and um, the reason that I was diagnosed with it was I had a fall uh, years and years ago. Right. And hit my in your head 20s. in my twenties. I shattered my wrist, busted up my face. Those were all fixable, but what wasn't fixable was the fact that I had a massive concussion, concussion, and my cerebellum had shrunk to sixty-five yeah, percent of its normal size. So that can't be fixed. There's there's no cure for that. Everything else you can manage. You know, you know cuts heal and. My wrist is rebuilt, and I I lift weights and do whatever I need to do to, to manage that, but I can't manage the
0: rest. Right. So, the uh, one of the interesting things that my uh, the brain doctor, the neurologist, talked about when I was uh, visiting with him on at the University of Miami was there's four big things on cognitive uh, health: no alcohol. Two hours of cardio a week, at least. Mm. Uh, socialization, which we are pretty good at. I'd say so. I mean, I, I force myself to be. <laughs> I, I'd say so. i say uh, we do all right. I mean, I have a bunch of kids, so that makes it easier. Uh, and then uh, listening to music from your era in which you know the words. Oh, really? Yeah. So I figured I can get a twofer. I just get on the Peloton and uh, listen to 80s rides, do 80s rides. Well, that's um, that's, that's precisely what I do. Yeah.
1: So, so there you go. I get on the treadmill or the Peloton, and it's it's either '80s hard rock or '80s new wave or '80s 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 '80s, 80s. and um, um, and and some
0: '90s grunge yeah, there too. For there's some sure. '90s absolutely. So the you know in general, the, I think my message is you know the, as we're at the end of the first month of the new year, 2023, just check in if you haven't done anything. Maybe now's time to start, but all we, you know, just get a little bit of a plan. Uh, I mean, I I think sometimes I'll, I'll think about what would I tell 30 year old Sean? right now? And I think what I'd say is, you know, exercise, eat better, all the things that are just obvious because, you know, I've gotten to the point where I exercise, you know, five, six days a week and I'm eating better than I was. But I don't know what damage I did to my body as a result of 20, 25 years of no exercise, very limited exercise, and eating like crap. So, yeah, see, I, I, I've
1: never not exercised, but having, you know, being an executive in the beer industry doesn't exactly lend yourself to consistent dieting right. <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, there's a lot of travel. There's a lot of drinking. There's a, just a lot of a lot. And what's really interesting now is that my kids w- will pull up pictures of me when I was in my 30s, and they don't recognize me. Yeah, they say, same. Well, "Dad, that's you." That doesn't even look like you. And I go, "Yeah, that was a different dad." Yeah, that that my was, 30s were fat, Sean. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't fat, but I wasn't fit. I was fat and and unfit. Um, <laughs> and and that that became an issue you know later and it has it has become an issue so so i think you know my my word for the year is rise and and just to to rise above whatever that is that's that's blocking you whatever that is that's keeping you from achieving your ultimate goals your ultimate objectives in your life just yeah. rise above it and i think it's you know we get stuck with what you know what we think we should be doing, or, or, or things that, that we feel that, that are limiting us, and nothing limits us. Right The only thing that's limiting you is, is the size of your heart, the size of your soul and the size of your brain. And those are infinite. So just I'd say just do it.. Right. Right. But I mean, yeah. especially you know, later in life, when, when life is so precious and time is so fleeting, you know, making sure that you exercise and eat right and, and get checked out. You know, it's my wife, she gives me a hard time about, you know, I I get checked out twice a year and uh, you're always, you know, if you have a sniffle, you go to the doctor. I go, no, I don't go to the doctor with a sniffle, but I, but I'm proactive in making sure that if I, if I know what I think <laughs> I know that I'm getting it checked out.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think one of the things that I absolutely agree with that. One of the things that I think we'll try to do this year on the podcast is have more, functional medicine doctors as guests to talk about how you do some of this stuff um, and think a little bit outside the box. You know, a lot of traditional, you know, doctors when they go through medical school aren't taught about nutrition. They're not taught about the holistic view. They're just taught about treating the problem, right? No, I mean,
1: if a doctor looked at my medicine camera, they would be like, you don't need any of this. I'm like, well, I don't. Yes, I do. And it's not medicine. It's just supplements and amino acids and multivitamins and, yeah. and and CoQ10 and things I use that are not that are not you know narcotics to to manage my health.
0: Right. Yeah. I think there's something to be said to that. So we'll have some of that uh, this year. But uh, I guess my message is, you know, stick to the plan. Have a plan. Have a plan. Stick <laughs> to the plan. That'd be great. Right? And if you don't have a plan, and you don't want to stick to a plan, just at least check in with yourself on some kind of regular basis. Well,
1: you've got to think after the last three years that we've had, and what has been revealed because of COVID. You know, and the people who got very very sick were the, were were people who had really acute health issues. Mm-hmm. And so, if you if if there's even an inkling that your your party to those health issues like heart disease diabetes not only do you need to manage it you you need to you need to own it and you need to tackle it and you defeat it yeah and you so, can
0: it's yep, doable you can that's a good theme for the podcast you can. you can you can you can all right well thanks for listening have a great rest of the uh, last day or so of uh, january and yeah. we'll see you in february
1: god bless and go out there and rise
0: see you